This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Appreciate everybody, uh, appreciate you joining us today here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. You can get in touch with us on the McClarty Daniel Hotline at 866-285-4005. And that's how you can uh, reach out to us. So the um, uh, message board geniuses, which is a great, if you if you still have the X app, and I don't know if they're on, what is the thing, threads? Is there another one? I don't know. Like, I, is what's Blue Sky? I heard about that the BQ? other day. Is that, what's you that? Are is that a thing? Our social media correspondent. I don't know what that is. Excellent. All right. We're, That's we're why she's the best of the business, right there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what is Blue Sky? Uh, it's a uh, social media network protocol. Social. Blah 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 blah. All right. Never mind. I think it's the. I think it's all the Twitter people that got fired. It's not a competitor. It's not a competitor. I mean, it doesn't sound like. Competition. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I have no idea. Anyway, um, if you're still on there and you want to chuckle, uh, you got to follow this message board geniuses because it's just they are funny. It is endless entertainment, and it's only going to get better as the college football season goes on. So, if you're getting morsels right now, like previews, like uh, here's someone that uh, on the Bama board who, because everyone is freaking out about the fact that Bama may not have a quarterback that's any good. He's going to, quote, drop another grand on Bama to win it all this year, judging by the way I see some fans freak out on here. We really don't deserve all the success Saban has, Saban has brought us. We are too conceited to realize if this team had any other school logo on our roster right now, they would blow everyone out of the water on leading to win the natty. Let also, the freak out uh, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Alabama's, uh, their, their fan standard has gone up, I don't know. Ten times, tenfold, and uh, they think their team sucks. Yet there's 22 guys that play that start on a football team. They're weak at one position. Granted, it's quarterback, but they'll be fine. I mean, Middle yeah. Tennessee is not going to pose them any danger uh, next weekend. Boy, if they do, though, they're oh, not. Oh, brother! Oh, brother! Remember that game? It was what was the game it, when they played the Citadel, and like the Citadel, it was like. 21-17 at halftime, Alabama was up. And the final score wound up being like 56-17. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, you know, they ran through us like, you know what, through a 10. Goose you know, duty through a 10 horn, right. yes. Yeah, they, they ran through you for two quarters. Right. And it was then, Georgia Southern, wasn't it? Or no, Charleston Southern. It was one of them. Yeah. It, it was one They were of running them. triple options. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, okay, they went into halftime. They figured out, Alabama will be fine. <laughs> Alabama will be just fine. Uh, I guess other, they're winning double digit games. They may lose one. They may lose two. But what they lose last year? Two? Don't they get addition by subtraction because Bill O'Brien's not around anymore? Like, doesn't that help them? Well, <laughs> they added Tommy Reese. Oh, well, that's right. So oh, yeah, yeah. They, that's subtraction by subtraction. They went eleven and two last year. Yeah, and and their two <laughs> losses were by what? Three points, four points. <laughs> they, the, the two losses were by four combined yeah, points. Yeah, there it is. So. <laughs> Bama's fine. <laughs> They're going to be just fine. You know, for for the for the fans that think Texas is going to roll in there and just you know steamroll Alabama, you are delusional. That is a uh-huh. good football team playing at home that hasn't lost at home since 2019. They're I fine. don't think I was thinking about this. 
I don't know if they've lost a home non-con game since La Monroe in Saban's first year. I don't know if they... That's home in, non-con. That's entirely possible. Because they don't play anybody in the non-con. Of consequence. No. They do not. No. They, they'll play one neutral site game, usually Atlanta, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. against a team from like the West Coast yeah. uh, or the upper Midwest, something like that in a, in a neutral site. But yeah, I don't remember. And they've only taken one or two true non-con road trips. One of them was to Penn State yeah. in like 11 or 10 and then or the 11. the Texas deal. Right? And then Texas last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they've lost a home non-con since uh, 2007, which this, was Saban's first year against Louisiana Monroe, and it was a CSS game. Anybody remember CSS? Oh, yeah. You thought yeah, your yeah. TV options were bad now? Let's go back to 2007 when we had to figure out where CSS was Man, to watch can, some games. Can you imagine <laughs> what talk radio was like after that loss to uh, to ULM? Oh, hey, my- I heard the wrong guy, Paul. This guy can't do it. He didn't go back to the NFL, Paul. That just seems like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are the, oh, that, oh. And you have to remember also, uh, that was when every year Tommy Tuberville was beating Alabama while he was at Auburn. Yeah, he won six in a row. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so the the, the Bamites, where they were going crazy. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this guy is, uh, this, this fan man or woman that posted this on the, on the message board that uh, went to message board geniuses is um, going to put another grand on Alabama. Best of luck to you. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I'm actually looking through Bama's schedule. You're right. They don't play anybody in Bryant Denny that's not uh, handed out by the league. Well, in uh, Texas, that's the only one. That's the only now, one. They played Penn State. In 2000 and well, that was like 10 a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah 2010. Yeah, yeah. I played Duke. Oh, Duke. Oh, no, they went to Wallace Wade on that one. You know, nobody just walks into Wallace Wade. No, you don't. Gets out of there with a win. No, you don't. No. That's right. <sighs> Alabama. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, if They'll you be think okay. if you think they're going to take a step backwards, you need to maybe put the put the red solo cup down. They're yeah. going to be just fine. Yeah. Phil Steele here says that Alabama under Saban has been a uh, home dog twice. <laughs> and they're 1 0 and 1, a win and a push. And that's got to be, <laughs> that has to be LSU. You got to be, yeah, yeah, right. LSU right. in 19, and I can't think of the other one. Well, the 9 6 game might have been uh, a push. I don't know what the number was on that game, but that could have been the. Uh... And you know what? I don't want to sound like an old fuddy duddy here. But that 9-6 game was one of the most compelling college football games I've ever watched. You couldn't turn away because the <laughs> next play could define the whole game. Yes. And I know people saw 9-6 and they were bored. And sometimes 9-6 is boring. Uh, Arkansas and southwest Louisiana. Okay. That, was that can be game. boring. That was a terrible But game. this was well-played football that resulted in 9-6. It wasn't badly played football that had, got to 9-6. You also had probably a dozen NFL players on the field you, that night. Do you remember when um, Auburn beat Mississippi State 3-2? to On yes. a Thursday night? Yes, I That do. was a yeah. poorly played game. It was ugly. They got to 3-2. So, not everything is equal. That game sucked. But it was close. Well, so, but 9-6, that game did not suck. I watched every play. I still remember it. There are, look, 14-10, the, the Miami-Penn State game, the uh, Fiesta Bowl, great game, great game. Yeah. Every play mattered. You know, 30, you know when, you're, when you watch a game that's 63-56, eh, you, know, you know, the next time you get the ball, you're going to be all right. 
Yeah. Give me a good the, defensive struggle. Oh, by the way, you called it. What? The Astros have a catcher that's pitching. Now. Yeah, I, I, this game, you know, when it was, uh, we're headed towards it. an infielder pitching, and that's what's happening yeah, in the Martin ninth Martin Maldonado yeah, is taking the mound for the Astros. He's got the EFIS going up there. Yeah, he, he walked a guy on four pitches. He probably has Can you pitch. pitch underhand? Yeah, is that yeah. loud? Well, Dan Quisenberry did. Okay, all right. Uh, Chad Bradford did. Yeah, you, you can do that. My gosh, just start swinging. Come on. It, the uh, the um, um, uh, Michael Analma says the one of the A and M games, the Manziel game, was um, either the uh, well that would have been the the push, I guess, because they didn't lose as a home favorite. No, but I don't know, and we'd have to go look all that yeah, up. I, Who's I, got I time for that. all that stuff? I, I, I don't, don't care. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But that was as um, that was as good of a college football game as I have ever watched. That, and it was 9-6. Mm-hmm. The no, first one. The, the it, bowl game. Okay, but, fine. But, but if you have a 9-6 game between two 5-5 five and five teams, that's not. That was one versus two. Well, it's it, to me, it's about the execution. Like, if you're executing. I'm in favor of it. That's what, that's what John McKay said that, right? Uh, Brian Kelly, too. Yeah. John McKay? Yeah. yeah John no, McKay right. said that about okay. the Buccaneers. That's right. Yes. Kelly tried to mimic him. And- he said, uh, also, um, we can't win at home. We can't win. Who said this? I don't think he said this. Uh, what we can't uh, can't we, win at home. We can't win on the road. My problem is I can't find anywhere else to schedule the games. No, that was McKay. He also <laughs> said that um, we we don't run it well. We don't uh, throw it well, but we make up for it by not tackling. Not so, tackling well. Yeah, John McKay. That's... He was a quote machine back in the seventies. <laughs> anyway, um, the um, yeah, that was that was a really that was a well played game in spite of the lack of offense. Uh, I don't know. We're not going to get games like that anymore. It's impossible. No, not in today's. You not can't today's do that anymore. It's an anomaly when it happens. Like, even if, like, if a, a totally healthy, like, Bama and a totally healthy Georgia defense are, like, just locked up, it's still going to be, like, 20 to 17 now. Like, it's not going to be 9-6 or 6-3 anymore. That's done. That's never happening again. That is a bygone era of, uh, of sports. Oh, absolutely. Right. All right, 11 minutes after the hour here on... Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. I'm, yep. re- I'm reading John McKay quotes. Yeah, what uh, else you got? If you have everyone back from a team that lost 10 games, experience is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got everybody back. Yeah, but that uh, team went if I, 500. If, if a contest had 97 prizes, the 98th would be trip to Green Bay. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, gosh, he was great. Yeah, that's good. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. It is a time now for the. Uh court-appointed visit for uh, Chuck Barrett uh, with us here on Ruskin and Zach every Thursday at 5. Chuck, good afternoon. 
I have a group of flame wielding Sam Pittman live listeners right here behind me, and we're gonna we're gonna rush this studio. We're gonna rush this studio here in just a little bit. You guys are toast. You're about to see the power. You're about to see the power of seventy-five to a hundred Sam Pittman live listeners. Now, when you, you better, when you you better say, start running. Now, is seventy-five the age or the number? I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Put it on the T. Put it on the T. <laughs> so I uh, I guess you heard it? <laughs> well, yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Of course I heard it. It's the talk of the town. Really? Yeah. We're well, talk- I won't go that far, but at least a few people I heard were talking about it. All right. I'll we're, just say that. We're trying to get DQ in there so she can ask uh, Pittman who carried the bowling ball around last year until they got the sixth win. You know, that would be a good question. See, and DQ? If, and if, I could probably make that happen for DQ. Whoa! There it is! Here. There it is! All right. Yeah. You're having quite the glow up this month. <laughs> yeah, that, we'll, we'll get you in there. You ask the I question. a bunch of old people would hate me. <laughs> it I don't want boo- that. Would they, they wouldn't boo you, no, would they? they? Boo you. Oh, no. they wouldn't hate you. They wouldn't hate <laughs> Chuck you. Chuck would hate you, but not And they're not people. that old. They're not that old. Listen, th- I know how so this. So we're clear. That's right. DQ, <laughs> they would not be mean to you to your face. Right. Now, behind your now, back, behind your yeah, back yeah. you would say a lot of bad Midwest, things. I see. They're Midwest nice. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that, that's how that goes. Um, Chuck, I saved this story uh, for uh, when you were here because I thought we could uh, get some miles out of this. The uh, Big 12 commissioner was speaking to Texas Tech. Uh, Brett Yormark was at the Red Raider Club kickoff luncheon on Wednesday, and he... Um, told Texas Tech to um, take care of business against um, Texas when they're in Austin. So the commissioner is rooting for Texas Tech in the Texas game. Uh, my thought on this, uh, Chuck, was we're about to see a year where Texas gets zero calls in conference play. And then when they join the SEC, we're going to see another year where Texas gets zero calls or breaks or anything whatsoever. So it's going to be a good time uh, if you don't like Texas, I think, over the next two years. They don't have any friends right now. No. You know, they just don't. Not even Oklahoma. Uh, I mean, they, um, they're they just kind of out there on their own right now. Yeah, they're having to band together with their arch enemy just to kind of survive for the next 24 months or so. So, yeah, um, I hadn't thought about that. But I did hear the commissioner's comments on that. And, um, yeah, they may get hosed for a – couple of years couldn't happen to a better group of people there's someone a texas receiver will get tackled and they're like incomplete they're down oh yeah like they're going down well it's not like they didn't do that to everybody else oh of course this is this is karma coming back around for the southwest conference they're they're gonna they're gonna walk into alabama in the uh in week two thinking they're getting away from the big 12 officials they're gonna get hosed down there left and right there is no way texas is winning that game no chance I can't see it happening. I just can't see it happening. I, I'll believe Texas is back when they're in the playoff. Until then, I'm just not sold. Wow. Because yeah. they're a bunch of pansies. they got all these four stars running around. They're not tough. <laughs> they're not tough. They can't play physical football. They never have. Vince Young, Mac Brown-proofed Texas. That's the only thing they've got is they got Vince Young running around in circles. Nobody can catch him. He was great. rest of it's been just a joke. Oh, they got all the money in the world. They can't put it together. Well, it's going to be different. Uh-oh. I think we've had uh, 
interference. Yeah, we lost the Texas fans. Yeah, Texas fans cut off. Our connection. AT and T is headquartered in San Antonio. Well, see now what what you've done. (laughs) Yeah, I no, I just know that. You know, I I just happen to know that I didn't do it. (laughs) No, you didn't do it. You you went on this rant, and then the thing blew up. I mean, there he is. There he is. There he is. All right. We were gonna have to play the song as like an interlude until you got back. (laughs) When that technical difficulties graphic where yeah. the uh, dog is <laughs> exactly, chewing the wire. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Uh, Chuck is with us here. 866-285-4005 on the McClarty Daniel hotline. So, yeah. So, this is going to be fun to watch uh, the uh, the last tour around the conference. And uh, I think Texas also brings Big 12 refs to Tuscaloosa. Generally, yeah. the visiting team brings the refs. That's and, not and always true. they're going to screw them down oh, there. That's, that's <laughs> they're so, going to screw them on the road. They, they think it's, yes. it's going to be the best kind. They think they're on their side. And then they're not. here comes they're the not. double cross. Nope, they're Just like J.R. Ewing, man. They're, they're right before the game, they're getting pictures taken with Saban. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Should be fun. It'll be just like an SEC game. Exactly. Right. <laughs> it should be a lot of fun. Exactly. And then they're not, you know, they're they're uh, welcome to the league initiation next year. They're not going to get many breaks either in those uh, in those games. So I think it's going to be fun. There's a lot of people. I think Arkansas fans right now, we're generally used to being upset about something. And there's nothing to be upset about. So we've got all this energy to, and we don't know what to do with it. Well, spend it there. Uh, uh, making fun of Texas. And uh, and their plight as they uh, move forward. That's that's one way to to deal with it, I guess. I'm going to be interested to see how they do this year, and then you know where they are as they transition into the league. I mean, they really think they're going to be good, and they always fool people into believing they might be. So, um, you know, Sarkeesian, you know, they talk about him like he knows his way around the block in the SEC, and they did give Alabama all they wanted last year, but. I don't know. I'm just not sold. No. Speaking of Alabama, um, there are people poo-pooing the idea that Alabama is going to be back where they were. They were within what would we say four points of being undefeated last year. And yeah. I know you know they had, they had Will Anderson, Bryce Young, and all of that. But I mean, people are talking about them like they are dead because their quarterback situation is eh. They are dead, and I think this. I think we are uh, throwing dirt on them unnecessarily and pissing them off. Well, I don't think they're terrible by any stretch, and I don't know if they're going to be as good as they've been. Maybe they will be. Um, I'm sure not riding them off, and I would expect them to be just as they've been. Um, You know, there are always, you know, a handful of plays, even for a team like Alabama, that separates you from, you know, being where you want to be and not being there. And for them, I mean, obviously they want to play for the national championship. And so – you know, they had four or five plays last year that cost them those things. and But I still think they'll be good. I mean, you know, the road to Atlanta, the road to the playoffs, I mean, it still goes through Alabama. Yeah, they're definitely going to have a say in all this stuff. The, the uh, But it is fascinating to, uh, to hear what people are saying right now, and it's like, well, we don't know if they can figure this out with a game. And granted, it's not a difficult game coming up here or next Saturday with Middle Tennessee, but you know, you just, we're not used to this with them being unsettled well, at that spot. I think when you look at the West right now, um, you know, people, people want to pick LSU. I mean, and a lot of people did pick LSU. I think there's the consensus among a lot of people that a and is going to be better. Um, but I don't know that 
when you look at either of those teams or quite honestly anybody else in the West right now. I don't know that you look at them and go, yeah, they're, they're poised to dethrone Alabama and, and, and to take the mantle away from Alabama. Um, the conventional wisdom says LSU's closer than anybody else. I don't know that that's true. Um, but I, I, I still think Alabama's the team to beat on our side of the conference. And when it goes to one big division, um, you know, based on what we're seeing right now, they, along with Georgia, are still the teams to beat. You had a uh, chance to sit and talk with Sam Pittman last night, probably your first time this summer where you've just kind of had a chance to sit and, and talk with him in between commercial breaks and whatever. How's he doing? I mean, how does he feel, you know, about the way this is this has been progressing? Because, honestly, all we've heard is, you know, kind of the staged press conference sound bites. How, how did he seem to you? I think he's comfortable. I think he's more comfortable in his own skin as a head coach now. Um, you know, I really got the feeling during the course of last year that he was frustrated, that he sort of felt like the identity of his program was slipping away a little bit, uh, that there were some things going on internally that he didn't quite have a handle on. It doesn't mean that he lost control. It just means that I think he saw some things that as a head coach and as a leader that he felt like he could do better. And I really got the sense as the season wore on that he was a head coach who was about to take complete control of his program, that, you know, he was maturing and growing into that job. And as he said Monday in Little Rock, you know, part of being a leader is understanding that, hey, man, if everybody likes you, you're probably not a leader. And, you know, he's kind of put his foot down on some things. And, I mean, I'm going to tell you, there were changes being made, like literally, when people were still getting off the bus at the football center last year after the Missouri game. I mean, and I'm not embellishing when I say that. And so I sense that he's a head coach that likes where his program is. It's his fourth year. And I feel like more than ever, it's his program. And um, I think he's comfortable in that. I, I, I think he thinks he's got a good team too. Uh, I think he, his body language probably wouldn't be as good if he didn't feel like he had a good team. Yeah, you know, some of that stuff, you're right. It's, it's, it's hard to have a poker face on, on some of that stuff. So you, you kind of you buy into it and believe it, just the way that uh, he's carrying himself. Um, another thing that I'm, I'm curious about is I wonder, like, how do these things, like, not being critical, just honestly being curious, like, how do you lose control of some of those things? You know what I'm talking about? Some of those things that they wanted to change right away that, that were bothering him and, and festering him. I wonder if um, he knows why it happened and how to uh, keep it from happening again. Oh, I think he does. I think he's got a real good idea about how it happened. I think he knew it when it was happening. Unfortunately, some of those changes you can't make right in the middle of the season. Um, but they were made pretty quickly right after the end of the season. I think he felt like that maybe, you know, look, when you – pride yourself on being a physical football program when you pride yourself in that and that's your identity but where does that start it starts in the strength and conditioning program and if you don't have what you want right there you got to make a change and that's what he did you can't do something like that unfortunately always right in the middle of the season um, but I think that you know there was very quick recognition that that was a problem and that there needed to be a change made there and um you know, sometimes it'd be nice if you could just, you know, do it right in the middle of the year. But it doesn't always 
you know, you just can't always do it that way. You know, I know we're, we're what, nine days out, and, and there's still work to be done here, but they're going into the season maybe as healthy as I've ever remembered in the you know, past 10, 15 years. I mean, there's outside of, of McAdoo, I mean, they're walking into the season with everybody available to them. Yeah, pretty much. Bakke's out. Um, and they've, you know, they've had some nicks here and there. But, yeah, I think, you know, for the most part, they've, they've gotten through this unscathed. And there's a, you know, there's a balancing act that you've got to pull as a coach to do that. And, I mean, we're not there yet. I mean, we're nine days out. So, you know, there's <laughs> – I guess if you're waiting on something like that to happen, it could still happen. But so far, everything's been okay, you know, at, at least in terms of – you know, the injuries that you feel like would decimate a football team. Yeah, they've uh, they've uh, done pretty well there managing all that, it seems like, at least from what they tell us. I mean, we could uh, show up on game day and uh, a bunch of people are in uh, street clothes and we go, <laughs> hey, what happened there? Because that, that has happened before. You never know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's uh, so far the uh, the message is, is positive coming out of there on that regard. No. Yeah, I think they feel like they're healthy, yeah. you know. Um, now, will there be football issues? Sure, there will be. Could some come up between now and then? Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're playing tomorrow, and it's not like they won't practice next week. So things can come up. But, again, I, I think for the most part they're healthy and they like where they are. I know you haven't had a chance to follow it probably as, as closely as you would like because your Cardinals suck, but Shohei Otani uh, hurt himself <laughs> last <laughs> night. So you've probably written baseball off. Uh, but Shohei uh, tore his UCL. He's going to have to have uh, – Tommy John surgery, and I know that was the big story yesterday, but I did see something today, and I want to get your take on this. Um, the Cleveland Guardians are considering bringing back the bullpen cart to Ooh. usher their relievers to wow. the field. The one Jake Taylor drove yeah, to a Lynn's house? Yeah, yeah the, okay. the bullpen cart may be making a comeback. Would you be okay if the St. Louis Cardinals got themselves a bullpen cart? Would that turn the Cardinals season around? Well, no, I don't think that would do it, but I'd I'd be okay with it. I remember when they used to do that. Would that be a job? I like, like that. Would that be a job like when you retire, Chuck? Chuck would you want to be like a bullpen cart guy? Oh, that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that man. be great? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, oh that'd be a great job. Oh, you're taking the closer out, the bottom of the ninth, yeah. driving the bullpen cart out. Yeah. Oh, I'd do and that. People hey, I'd are, go now. I'd go now. Forget retirement, man. I'd go now. People are usually cheering when the when exactly. the closer coming Nobody out because you're the le- leading the game. Guy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just drive it down the sides. You're waving to people. You drop hey, them off. You spin that's it around. 81 nights of work right there is I what like, that is like right that. there. That's yeah, pretty that's, good. I mean, that's a commitment. And you get some time off in between. Yeah, yeah. You know, you sit in a bullpen with the guys. I'd do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm just saying. I think that's a the that's Nationals have had the bullpen fun. cart for a few years. Oh, really? Yeah, they have. Do they use it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. Well, and nobody throws a complete game anymore, no. so you know you're going to no. get work. Every, oh yeah. You know, every be time you're at the ballpark, times, you're going to yeah. make two or three trips. God, the, who would be the busiest cart operator? It's got to be the Rays. Well, the Rays yeah, have the starter. You know, they they use the like opener. seven pitchers a yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that, that could be what a job. Yeah, you have to make sure that thing is charged right. up. Nothing better than a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon outside, you're sunning yourself, laying on top of the carts, like, hey, we got to go. Yeah, I'll do that. Keep it charged up, though. You, the yeah, last thing you want is the bullpen yeah. cart to die in the middle of the outfield. Yeah, you got some upset <laughs> relievers. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. the batteries are dead. Got to. uh Got to take it the rest of the way. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let Learfield know that you'll be resigning at the end of the week. <laughs> become the bullpen cart guy. 
Hey, I would apply. That would be a great job. I hadn't thought about that, but that would be a great now, job. Card- That's better than a Walmart greeter. What, what if, and just hear me out on this. Okay, let's say the Cardinals, they, they, they've got a bullpen cart guy. The Cubs called and said, Chuck, we want you to be our bullpen Uh-oh. cart guy. Ooh, boy, that'd be a tough one right there, wouldn't it? That'd be a moral dilemma. Yeah, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's right. You, right there, you're going to have to put your whole childhood behind you and jump in the Cubs' <laughs> bullpen cart guy. But you're the bullpen cart guy. I don't think I could do it. Oh, okay. Wow. So, all right, all right. I don't think I could do it. Okay. You know what I think is a – I don't think I could do it. You know who seems to uh, – I was at St. Louis for a couple games here earlier this summer. And, and generally, the people who seem to be uh, having a positive disposition and having a good time out there – the ushers. Oh, yeah. The ushers are having a good time, it well, seems like. A- everywhere but Bud Walton Arena. <laughs> Landmark, they hate No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I've gotten into it many times with them. Probably my own fault, but. Yeah, probably. Probably for sure. my own yeah, fault. Yeah, but I mean, you're Zach. I mean, where have you not gotten into it with ushers? Also fair. That That's that's a fair point. And, and I, I, yeah, all right. Whatever. I do like the ushers at Bush Stadium, though. You're right. I think they do a great job. They add to the atmosphere, and they add to the fun. That's for sure. Would you want to be the peanut guy or the Ooh. beer guy? A beer? I like the people that just show them to, you know, the people that just show them to okay. their seats. All right. Yeah. You, you know, a vendor, the actual, yeah. they, you know, the actual ushers. A vendor, you have to carry that thing yeah, around up and, and down then, the stairs. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah. and then if you're short on cash, they take yeah. it They take it from you. Yeah, yeah it's like. That's yeah. a young man's game. Yeah. That's that a young is, man's yes, game that's right. right. Yeah, you know, you hit thirty, you're probably out of the out of the uh, stadium oh, vendor yeah. game. You know, that's just your shoulders would be killing. You, oh man. yeah, that neck roll's not doing much that they put on the back of that thing. You know, when they uh, no. put it around your neck, no. that that neck roll's no. not doing much for you there. Fifty degrees outside, that's you're right. just no. You're right, bullpen cart guy. That's, that's right. That's what we want. Or usher, either one. <laughs> Those are the jobs. Uh, this is your drive home on Ruskin Attack, powered by Mr. Sparky. So we, uh, uh, Chuck, uh, yesterday we were uh, watching the Otani game, and we were singing his praises, and then he promptly, while we're on the air, talking, in that segment. Talking about him in glowing terms. He gets hurt. So we, we feel terribly responsible for his um, for his injury here. The mush. Well, the mush. I read something about that this morning. I read where you guys are getting blamed for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, we're, uh, saying, we're talking about how baseball's having this renaissance. There's all these great players. We're watching Otani and Ellie De La Cruz. And then and then Otani hits like a moonshot, which is going to land in Harrison later today. 442. 440. I mean, it was gone. Then he goes out on the mound and he tears his UCL and like, can't do it anymore. Yeah, we just got to stop talking. Modern nice day about Babe Ruth, you yep. guys jinx him. I saw. I, did, did you see this? He's the first player in Major League Baseball history to hit 30 home runs and win 10 games in a season. Wow. Babe Ruth didn't even do right? that. Wow. Well, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you see something else. He's going to uh, this weekend. They're at the Mets, and I saw somewhere that he's going to play. You know, he has the DH. Obviously, he's not yeah. going to pitch, but he's going to hit so we'll see how that goes well harper played with that injury last year. oh yeah that's right in, yeah. in the world series you know you put a brace on it and if it, you know but it doesn't impede your swing what's interesting is the angels are completely done well they like, lost they're 10 and a half out there they're cooked trout they're totally done trout came back for one game got hurt he's back on the uh the il he's, he's out done. again yeah, yeah 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 see chuck it could always be worse oh angels fans have it terrible i mean they spend all i mean they spend all this money they've got two generational players i mean not just like yeah. You know, good players, great players. I'm talking generational players, and they can't even sniff the postseason. I mean, they, just, they it's just I, not a winning franchise. It's just not. I can't remember a, just just on this season alone, 
a team where like they turn so many positive things into losses. Like Otani hits a grand slam, they lose. They lose. Like Otani, uh, you know, it's it's two home runs, they lose. You know, Trout comes back, they lose. Like it, it, they they just they 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 are snake bit for sure. It seems like I don't know. It's weird. They uh, they just never been able to get over the hump, man. I mean, they just um, I don't know what it is. Because they've had a lot of great players. I mean, Hall of Fame guys in that organization. It's not like they've not ever been in the postseason, but just you know, really look over the last decade or so, and it's like, has anyone done less with more? Yeah. I, and really, in pro sports, has anyone done less with more? Chuck, wasn't, it, wasn't it 0-2 they won it all? Yeah, yeah they won the whole yeah. thing. Chuck, how, how does it make you feel that the Yankees have lost 9 out of 10? Well, you know, here's the deal. I'll, I'll give Yankees fans this. What are they like? Five games under five hundred? Yeah, five games yeah, under five hundred. Yeah, and sinking fast. They well, they'd be like second place in the AL Central. Also they'd, true. You know, still be in the hunt the NL Central too. The the AL East is really tough. AL West is really tough. But um, no, I'm not bothered by it. If that's what you're no, asking. No, no, <laughs> I'm I'm dancing. I mean, I have suddenly found my groove, and and watching the Yankees just struggle. Has uh, has made my week. You think Steinbrenner would have fired Aaron Boone by now? Three years ago. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, they would have fired Boone and Cashman and probably fired they, Hal too. They they uh, yeah they really don't like. I don't understand this. I mean, I don't understand Ooh. this. I, I, I just it's like it's like hey, being being okay is okay now, and it used to be. We're the Yankees, and if we don't win the World Series, there's big trouble here. Chuck, we've got a question. Now, guys, for- let me just tell you. Let me sound like an old man here. Analytics has made teams like – or made franchises like the Yankees and the Cardinals just another team. Mm-hmm. Analytics was supposed to, you know, service the teams that didn't have the big budgets and couldn't go out and get the great players. Instead, you've got a lot of these teams out there that have just – They've just eaten themselves alive with numbers, and um, I don't know. I'm sure other people might have different theories, but I just I can't understand why these franchises that have won and dominated playing a certain way for all these years, a couple of guys watch Moneyball and think that that's the way to run a franchise, and it's, it's, it's like, fellas, you're the Yankees. You're the Yankees. The reason they were doing that's because they couldn't catch you, and even then they didn't. So I don't know. I sound like a grumpy old man when I start talking about it. So I'll be quiet. All right. Well, let me let me see if we can uh, make you sound like a happy teenager. Are the uh, Angels the Texas A&M of Major League Baseball? All the money and players and nothing to show for it. Oh, I think A&M's even had a little more success than the Angels have. Now the Angels you know, at least have they won. had Johnny they, they've Football won it all. for a while. They've won it yeah. all. The Angels. They've won it all. Yeah, this I know, but. Yeah, yeah, but in the no, last, you're right. But in the last, that, that, I mean, that's a good comparison. That's but, a but, good comparison. But since A and M's joined the league, they've had Johnny Football. He won the Heisman. They did beat Alabama a couple years ago. I mean, they've they've had a couple things go their way. But then last year, of course, uh, it all unraveled to a certain extent. And now they're, uh, I guess, hoping Bobby Petrino can save the thing. I don't know. But they've done I am something. a Cardinals fan. I have no room to criticize Fair. because uh, our team's not good this year. 
At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Are you feeling the heat this summer with soaring electric bills? Upgrade your AC system with Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric this August and experience the ultimate comfort in your home. This month, receive up to $500 off on attic insulation when you upgrade your AC. That's right, proper attic insulation can significantly reduce your energy bills, keeping your home cooler and more efficient. Worried about the cost? We've got you covered. With approved credit, enjoy payments as low as $99 a month. Picture this, lower energy bills can help you cover the cost of your new system. Now that's a win-win situation. So don't wait, call Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric now and save with a new AC system and insulation this August. Say goodbye to high electric bills and hello to ultimate comfort. Visit gopascal.com now and schedule your free estimate. With approved credit, exclusions apply, see dealer for details. Professional people, professional service, Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Fall season is just around the corner, and I know all of us are looking for that wholesome, convenient meal. We'll look no further than Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They can help you with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. And right now, use the code HTL50. Head to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and get 50% off. That's code HTL50 at factormeals.com. Dot com to get 50% off thanks to hit that line. The great thing about Factor, over 34 weekly prepared meals that you can choose from. Plus, you don't have to run around to worry about where you're getting lunch. Let Factor take care of it for you. Let me tell you the code one more time to help you get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash HTL50. Factormeals.com slash HTL50. Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa has everything you want for your next getaway. With the luxury and hospitality of a grand old southern hotel, the accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit our thermal water bathhouse for mineral water baths and massages or enjoy one of our many dining options, like our Friday night seafood buffet, primetime in a fountain room every Saturday night, or our award-winning Sunday brunch. Located in downtown Hot Springs, the Arlington is steps away from shopping, entertainment, bathhouse row, and the hiking and biking trails of the National Park. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more Info. Chuck, Michigan, uh, so we know Harbaugh's uh, plea deal was rejected, so he is going to, uh, instead of be uh, suspended four games, he's voluntarily sitting out for three. I don't know how the math works on that, but hey, what can you do? So Michigan has appointed four interim coaches for the, um, for the games that he is out. Two coaches will be in charge of one for the first half of the UNLV game, the other for the second half. Jesse Minter will be the interim coach against East Carolina, and um, Sharon Moore will be the interim coach against Bowling Green. 
as the uh, Wolverines somehow try to wow. survive without Jim Harbaugh for three games. <laughs> it feels like a disaster just waiting wow. to happen. Well, you know, they're not exactly playing a murderer's row right no. now. But, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of different things that can happen. That's for sure. Four co- interim coaches. Wow. To- <laughs> this is um, – no, this- I didn't expect to hear that. I, I don't understand what's going on up there, but obviously it's it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, the release is out. Coach Harbaugh announces coaching duties for first three games. You knew it wasn't going to be something normal. Harbaugh's weird anyway, but <laughs> my goodness. Um, also, uh, ben, hey, he may go back to the NFL after this year and make it all mood anyway. That's true. Ben Herbert, who used to work here, who is the strength coach yeah. up there, is uh, has been added the title of associate head coach. And uh, Jack Harbaugh. Will serve as the program's assistant coach as well. Isn't Jack his father? Jack is his father. Yes, he's, he's also working there. What? <laughs> and also, don't they know? Like a weird story like this, you bury it on a Friday. You don't do it today. Friday news dump. Uh, five p.m. Why would you five, announce five, this five at thirty p.m.? Yeah, people you, are gonna have fun with this for all, all right. weekend now. You, you, you do this at four thirty on Friday. Come on. Anyway, I just uh, Michigan folks. There ben you go. Herbert is the associate head coach. Yes. Right. Wow. That's what it says. He's their strength coach. Now, I mean, you know, when he was here, I, I mean, Petrino thought a lot of him. Yeah. But, uh, wow, you don't hear of a strength and conditioning coach being named the associate head coach very often. No. The um, the last um, – I remember it was Alabama's strength coach went to Georgia to become an like a, an assistant, like one of the ten assistants. Yeah. But that doesn't uh, – yes. that does not happen very often. Yeah. So – no. Four coaches huh. for the three games for Michigan. Whew. All right. Now we can go to the uh, to the X polls here, uh, Zach. If All right, Chuck, ready. we're going to do a little different this week. I'm going to give you one pass. You can choose Whoa. not to answer one question. Okay? Like okay. It's, it's like a challenge right. um, in, in baseball. The challenge flag. Yeah. The Ruskin and Zach X polls brought to you by Unlimited Heat and Air in Springdale. Call Kelly. Call Larry. Four seven nine two two five eight eight zero nine. Chuck, if you lick the icing off a cupcake, is it a muffin? Uh, yes. Sixty-eight percent of you agree with Chuck, and said yes. Right. Chuck, is the word restaurant pronounced with two syllables or three? Or what is a <laughs> syllable? Well, it depends on where you are. You're supposed to use three syllables. Three restaurant is is what you're saying. Three That's syllables. Right? Forty-nine percent of you say it's pronounced with three syllables. Fourteen percent of our audience didn't know what a syllable was. Good. That's about right. Okay. All right. Uh, Chuck, if you knew life, but was that's a lot of people that still say it as a two-syllable word. That too. is let, yes. Let me update. Chuck still has his challenge available. He does right. have his challenge available. <laughs> okay, you're uh, right. Chuck, if you knew life was going to be like this, would you have started saving money in kindergarten? <laughs> yes, I would have. Ninety-five point three percent of you said yes. Uh, Chuck, there are people out there putting the real in their uh, social media usernames when there isn't a fake one going around. Are these people dumb or smart? Uh, I'm going to say they're dumb. Yes. Okay. 89.5% of you agree and say those people are dumb. All right. Uh, Still has a challenge available. He does have his challenge yes. with him. Thank you. In his back pocket as we head down the back nine. Uh, Chuck, are nachos just tacos that don't have their life together? 
Um, I'm gonna use my uh, I'm gonna use my pass right there. Oh, an upset, <laughs> Chuck. Can I offer you a piece of advice? This might not be the time to, to use that. <laughs> oh, really? Now, okay. I'd, I'd go ahead and well, answer then, this one. Well, uh, then, one more time on the question. Uh, are nachos just tacos that don't have their life together? Mm, yeah, I'll go with that. All right, 72.1% of you said yes. All right, now we enter the challenge phase. Um, okay. Uh, your ex calls at 2 a.m. What do you do, answer it or go back to sleep? Ooh. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I pull out the challenge flag. That's what I do. Chuck, I'd advise you maybe to, to, to go with No, this. I'm pulling it out right okay. there. All right, I'm all pulling right. it out right, all right Chuck there. is throwing the flag. He's out of challenges now. You're now out of challenges. Okay. Uh, Chuck, is the phrase, you'll understand when you're older, one of the biggest lies you were told as a child? Well, it was no. Actually, that was true. I do understand things now that I'm older. And I hate to admit it, but they were right. Okay. All right. Wow. I, I still don't understand anything. So if you'd have a TED Talk later, that would be great. <laughs> okay, good. 51.5% uh, of you said it was one of the biggest lies. Uh, DQ says that I am an angry typer. Are you an angry or happy typer? Well, um, I might be categorized as an angry typer. I'm not a good typist. Okay. 52.7%. So, therefore, I, I'm frustrated a lot. All right. 52.7% of you. Uh, like Chuck, are angry typers. Uh, have you... <laughs> want to remind everybody, Chuck's out of challenges. Uh, Chuck, have you noticed that they're putting uh, music from the 50s and 60s and medical commercials now, older things, so, so the older people can relate to it? Uh, which of the following artists is DQ most likely to hear in a medical commercial when she is old? Taylor Swift, Dua Lipa, Drake, or One Direction? Uh, well, I'm going to go with the obvious. I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. All right, 66.5% of you said Taylor Swift. Uh, Chuck, is there anything less helpful than a toddler trying to be helpful? <laughs> I'm not sure there is, no. 62.4% of you said no. Uh, Chuck, is, now you're a pet owner, right? I am. Okay. Is being a pet owner the same as being a sugar daddy? You waste all your money on them, keeping them happy, and all they do is look cute and occasionally give you some attention. Well, if you have a cat, yes. <laughs> but, but if you have a dog, I mean, you see, their dog's always happy to see you. All right. 87.9% of you said uh, having a pet is like being a sugar daddy. Uh, Chuck. Well, it is like being a sugar daddy. It There's is. There's no question about that. Uh, which, in your opinion, is more accurate when you are seeking answers to the great questions of the day? Our text line or Google? Google. <laughs> really? 42% of you said Google. 58% said our text line. I would like to remind everybody that Chuck is out of challenges. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, you're single. You're living a nice, happy life. You attend a wedding, and your girl heads to the group that's waiting to catch a bouquet. Are you hoping she catches it, she doesn't catch it, or you're screwed either way? Uh, I'm going to go with option C. 82.4% of you agree with Chuck and say you're screwed either way. Uh, Chuck... We had DQ is riding around on one bald tire on her car, and she also uh, claims that she knows Fayetteville better than us because she wears Patagonia. So if Patagonia made <laughs> tires, if, if the Patagonia company made tires, how many would DQ own? One, two, three, or all of them? Oh, she'd own all of them. 86.2% <laughs> of you said all of them. Uh, Chuck, who has the right of way? This has uh, been a burning question today. Who has the right of way? A pedestrian in a crosswalk 
or an ambulance with its lights and sirens on? Oh, the ambulance. Okay, 79.8% of you said the ambulance, but as we learned today, ambulance drivers have to follow the laws of the road. Yeah, our, an ambulance driver texted us and uh, told us that uh, Chuck, you, they'd like you to get out of the Unless you're on way. the U of A campus. Well, yeah. Unless you're on the U of A campus, right. which in that case, the pedestrians have the right of way over everything. Chuck, do you know <laughs> who the greatest ambulance driver of all time was? We don't. No, I don't. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you might know. The Ruskin and Zach X polls are brought to you by Unlimited Heat and Air in Springdale. Call Kelly. Call Larry. 479-225-8809. We had a fun time thinking about, like, everybody has, like, that person that is, like, the go-to person in whatever that job is. It's like, who's driving today? Oh, Carl. Oh, no, Carl. Hey, we're Carl. Good. We're oh, good. We're going to make some good time today. You know? <laughs> Every job has, like, the A-team, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It was Carl's funny. the guy. Huh? That's right. It was funny for, to think about, like, uh, man, we got we got big lunch crowd today. Oh, oh Greg's working. Greg's, Greg's, Greg's oh, in God. the kitchen. Greg's in the oh. kitchen. We're good. We're fine. We're it's going to be okay. We are set, man. <laughs> <laughs> they have, Everybody has an A team. And then you've got the people who, uh, you know, maybe uh, they don't. You, you put them on it. Uh, you know, yeah, at, they, uh, they, work, they work the midnight to 6 a.m. shift. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. The year of the sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football. Hey Chuck, I was reading a um, it's it's called Codify Baseball. It's a uh, it's a Twitter site. Um, the Cardinals only have to go thirty four and zero the rest of the way to equal last year's record. <laughs> well, you know it's just uh, well thirty four and zero. You can't really expect them to do that. Sure you but, can. Uh, sure you can. What I are mean, they? Seventeen out. games under five hundred. Yeah, something like that. Seventeen games under. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the Mets have to go thirty-one know, and three. It's just, uh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's so bad. The Nationals are twenty-three. I mean, they've and 15 got guys since... on there. I don't. I don't even know who they are. The Nationals are twenty-three and fifteen since the All Star break. That's good. And they took three out of four from the Yankees. There's nothing wrong which with is, that. I mean, they're not the traditional Yankees, but hey, it's still something. Not bad. Got a we got a young core there. Build around. Yep. Got Davey locked up. The the, the Davey Martinez, the manager. We'll be back next year. We'll be in the hunt for okay. something next year. Keep telling yourself that. I will. It's fine. I, 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 these are lies we tell ourselves. Absolutely. Next year. Next year's your year. All right. Well, it's time for what we learned. And uh, DQ, start us off if you would, please. I learned that ants take 200 power naps 
a day lasting lasting a minute long. I, I read that. Um, I learned today, and I am so proud of this one. Uh, Chuck, 104 years ago today, 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 Ray Caldwell of the then Cleveland Indians was struck by lightning in the ninth inning of the Indi- of his Indians debut. He finished the game after he was revived. 17 <laughs> days later, he threw a no-hitter. <laughs> Chuck, you ever been struck by lightning? Wow. Never have, no. Okay. I like. The- I, I, hey, we had lightning strike George Colefield one time Ooh, years no. ago. Lightning struck the foul ball. And a lot, a lot of chain link around uh, George Cole. That's not cool. So um, it was really scary. I do remember that. I, I like that you glossed over the after they revived oh, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He finished the game after they revived him from being struck by lightning. <laughs> minor detail. Yeah, you know, they brought him back to life, and then uh, he finished. The and game. then he, you know, got up, finished the ninth inning like a man, and then uh, pitched a no hitter. Seventeen days later, Ray Caldwell of the 1920-21 Cleveland Indians. Way to go, Ray. There you go, Ray. That a boy. Uh, I learned that. Um, uh, Rush Hour 2, the prop money they used in the movie, the uh, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker uh, vehicle, was too real. And some of the crew members uh, took some of the money around Vegas trying to pass it off as real. Federal agencies $100 million in fake money and accused the prop maker of counterfeiting. <laughs> That's some good-looking Look, fake money right that's there. That's right. Faked everybody out. Chuck, you learn anything this week? Not like that, no. No, I didn't learn anything, comparatively speaking. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're creeping up. I don't know if if uh, if it's uh, recency bias or not, but it feels like these uh, last two weeks of uh, before a football game are going exceptionally slower than any of the other last two weeks that uh, have occurred. I don't know if that's just how I feel being in this right now or if it's uh, actually well, you know, creeping us, along slower. For some of us, it's two days. Well, yeah, well, that's Chuck. You gonna watch any of the games this weekend? Vandy at Hawaii. I'll watch. Uh, I'll watch Notre Dame and Navy. I'll, I'll probably watch Vandy in Hawaii. I'll probably watch that a little bit Saturday night. And I won't watch long, probably. Okay. Yeah, like if you I'll watch, watch three and a half while. quarters of Vandy Navy, that's a uh, that that's an issue. That would that better be one of the most compelling games of all time. Right. If you yeah. stick around, that if you long. stick around for that at that place, you've been court appointed. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're doing an well, assignment. Well, you know, it starts at six thirty. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably watch till 7, 7.15, something like that. Until they kick off and go, man, this is bandy. This is, this. This, is, uh, this is an assignment if you if you, uh, if you you watch that for a very long time. That's for sure. Yes. Well, Chuck, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for your time. All right, guys. Talk next week. Thank you. Okay, that's uh, next week, Chuck Barrett. And next week will be, uh, what, like 48, 48 hours from yeah. a game. Yeah. Less than. Yeah. When we speak to Chuck Perry on the McClarty Daniel Hotline as we get ready for Razorback Crusty from Harrison has promised me that I will be overwhelmed with the gifts that he will be bringing. If you want oh, to empty wow. out your garage, bring it to me. That's right. See you at T's Barbecue. Two to, it's two to six. And yeah. Then we're heading over to the big Gobs Dogs game. Yeah. So we'll be there. Scotty Farrell. We got some Gobs got some Dogs. Dogs. Got some dogs going at it. It's a huge night. Come on, see me. Empty your garage. Non-conference tilt at FS Garrison Stadium. Let's go. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.